0: You know Carly and Daisy with Don and Nelly You know Rob and Rebecca and Duncan McLeish But do you recall the dude with huge jingle balls They call them Craig Edwards just in case you didn't know So we're gonna tell you snowflakes They'll hang you by your mistletoes Mistletoes All of the other guests That were on cut to the chase They didn't even realize It's fucking Rex Manning Day (laughs) (laughs) And Uh. for Magic Christmas The director came to say where is Craig? I need my inhaler. I heard he's hanging out in the Scott Polish trailer. Then, how the other episodes stacked up miserably. No one can touch Craig Edwards. He'll go down and infamy.
1: Really like, like like Pinocchio. Or, I don't know if that's a I mean. lie. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to. Our season opener, season three Ooh. of 12 Days of Chasemis. I am Lacey Lou. And with me, I have Danta Claus.
0: Ho, ho, ho.
1: And for this episode, we have brought back in for the third time now, as but first Christmas appearance, we have Christmas Craig Edwards.
2: Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.
1: You are now donned as Christmas, Craig. I hope you know that. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. It, uh, I feel like we just talked, but it also feels like it's been a hot minute.
2: Well, it has been a little while, but but it's always great to be talking to you guys. And, you know, it just it, it's total coincidence. I just happen to have donned my gay apparel. So... <laughs> Are you, it's are, that time are, of year are,
1: are you wearing some christmas pajamas right now
2: uh as far as you know yes <laughs> i am absolutely <laughs> not sitting here naked
1: uh, fair enough hey it's my birthday tomorrow i should be wearing the birthday suit yeah that's right. <laughs> i agree with that one um so this is your first time on 12 days of chasemis so um if you didn't know it's basically kind of like thrills and chills but way more cheesy and we are going to ask you some fun-themed Christmas questions, and then we're going to play a fun reindeer game. Um, each year, we kind of do something similar with every guest, so um, I'll get into that a little bit later. But okay. first i going to ask you some fucking Christmas questions.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> okay, so Christmas, Craig. Is Christmas your favorite holiday?
2: It is not. It would be Halloween.
1: <laughs> I thought so. But do you get as equally into Christmas as you do Halloween?
2: You know, I used to. It has drained a bit as I've gotten a little older. Um, I do still find others to, sh- uh, to kind of live vicariously through. When they get excited, I get excited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can get a good head of uh, Christmas cheer on, uh, you know, sitting by a quiet tree. Everybody's gone to bed and the lights, just the lights of the tree lighting the room and you think about Christmas's past and the people you've shared them with and yeah, I can absolutely get that going. But it does have to get going now. It's not just an automatic thing like it was when I was a kid.
0: Right. I feel like
1: you just Daniel sterned that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like living in an episode of the Wonder Years right now.
0: Sound very like, yes, like yeah. Like
1: with the Chris like I like I'm like picturing like Craig just sitting in a rocking chair.
0: He said, that was the last year I saw Paul by the tree.
2: <laughs> um, now, you know I could always I could go Peshi instead and say, hey, what the fuck are we doing here with the Christmas <laughs> and the tree? What am I a fucking Santa
1: Claus elf for you? So I make him laugh.
0: <laughs> Dave Z, eat your heart out <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Now, now Craig, uh, you've worked on a lot of films. Have you ever worked on a Christmas film?
2: You know, I thought about that, and I think there was a Christmas sequence in one of the um, either Lifetime or Hallmark Channel movies, but it was only a sequence. It was not the full film. The whole thing was not wrapped around Christmas. But I I will tell you a fun story about a, a snow scene, okay. which is Christmas-like. They, um, over the years, you know, they used to use salt way back in the day, and wherever they did a snow scene like that, it would just, you know curse the earth. Nothing could grow there, so they had to find something better. So by the time we were doing these movies in the 90s, they were using um, instant mashed potato flakes. What? And we were shooting a big, I mean a big, wide shot, and they had a condor crane up with a guy up there with I don't know how many pounds of mashed potato flakes. And I mean, he was dashing them out because they had to cover a huge area in the shot. And these flakes were coming down everywhere and we were shooting this i don't want to shock you in like July or august so we're all <laughs> standing out you know sweating to the our balls off and here come the potato flakes and so i was soon completely coated in a Thanksgiving side dish <laughs> <laughs>
1: did anybody want to put gravy
2: on you you know the the lead actress did mention that but uh but uh, you know i, I had to I had to stay on my side of the of the line there.
1: Yeah, you had to politely decline.
0: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I know the run was uh, you know, pretty um, I, I don't know when the dates were that you worked on the show, but were you there when Audrey Jober fucking car through the Leary's uh living room? No, I
2: missed okay. that. That was uh I missed Busy entirely. I, I had left the previous season at the end. Yeah, they had told me she was coming and you know, so I took no, that's not.
0: You took off.
2: Although, having.
0: She's by. Her,
2: Well, having thumbed through her book, I'm kind of glad I did miss her because apparently I would have gotten raked over the coals as many of the crew members did. So. Oh, I. Mean, I, I yeah, thought, you I, would have had your I, own chapter. book
1: for Christmas last year. I haven't read it yet. Is it worth a read?
2: No. Um, no. I. I I've skipped right to the Dawson's Creek parts and just read it in the bookstore. Don't tell anybody I did that because that's rude, <laughs> but I did. Um,
1: You're alive. Or and I'm-
2: she was slamming, you know, she was slamming the hair and makeup people and the wardrobe people. And yeah, she was slamming everybody. And and I, I and seriously, I mean, you know, I do think, I, I don't know, if I would have rated a chapter, but I bet I would have gotten raked over the coals probably <laughs> just well- for not bringing her pancakes the right way. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to talk to you before we get more into Christmas questions. I just, like, I'm on vacation this week, so I started binge-watching The Affair.
2: Ooh. Have okay. you
1: watched that?
2: I have not, but Mr. Jackson is in it, correct?
1: Yes, and he's so good.
2: Yeah. I, I did watch Dr. Death with him. Which oh, I man. I like,
1: two episodes. How
2: awesome that. is he in that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, keep keep with it, because he goes over some changes over the course of the show, and hmm. you'll be surprised at how he appears and, and his performance by the end of that show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's he's yeah. underrated, I believe. I think yeah. we
1: got through the part to where he had holes in his scrubs.
2: Okay, yes. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, what
2: a strange moment in that sure. story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we need to go back and revisit that. Probably maybe around the first of the year. Word up. We got some, uh, we have to finish our 2022 watches so we can do an epic end of year show.
2: Yes. Sounds perfect.
1: Still have to watch Elvis.
2: <laughs> I heard it was good.
1: I that, yeah. Have you Wait seen a minute,
2: the Kurt Russell John Carpenter movie from nineteen seventy eight? That's the yes. only Elvis movie I acknowledge.
0: <laughs> of course, we're talking about that one. <laughs> so,
1: right, we're talking about movies. Um, do you? Are, well, in music, now that you mentioned Elvis, are you a fan of Elvis Christmas music?
2: I, I don't mind hearing him come on. I will tell you, my the you know the. You will hear people say, I can't stand this song or that song. Right. My two right, least Harry. favorites are Christmas shoes because they yank on your heartstrings so hard, you know, you'll cry, damn it, or I'll know the reason why. <laughs> and um, I just cannot stand anymore. Um, Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. I just cannot take it anymore. I've heard that song <laughs> so many times. But yeah. everything else, I'm pretty good with.
1: It's funny you mention that because the first job that I ever had, Craig, um, it was actually at a Taco job. Taco jo-
0: Yeah, I was just going to say.
1: <laughs> and it was, um, I started there um, in September and um, all the way through Christmas. I, I had to end up, my mom made me quit because I came home drunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a whole thing. That was like after, uh, like, um, but I was still able to attend the company Christmas party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my boss was like, uh, like sneaking me drinks. I was 14, 15 years old. What? Yeah. And um, but I mean this was I didn't come home drunk at the company party. Like I came home drunk on a first date. But <laughs> um, it was my first time ever drinking, mind you. But um, I told that whole story on the summer party massacre. So if you want to hear that, you'll have to listen to that episode. Yes. But um <laughs> yeah, so my mom made me end up quitting, but like leading up to so like the holiday season, it's super busy because this was like two circa like two thousand two two thousand three yeah. era, and it it was really busy because I worked right across from my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how close proximity was. So like, there's always people coming in. So like, what a stupid place to get a job, mind you. Like here, let's get a job where everybody from your high school is gonna come in and make fun of you. Right. Like how stupid mm-hmm. am I? Right. But and I always came home smelling like it. It was terrible. But they would play anyways. On repeat, I shit you not, for like day, like from eight o'clock when I would get there till like six o'clock when I would leave, they would be playing Felice Novida. And I was like, is this kind of racist at this point? Like John's and like you're just playing the song over and over again.
2: <laughs> Might be slight cultural appropriation. Right.
1: Before okay, we knew what that was. But like, there were no like, like, and it's all just like white people that are working there.
0: So you're saying you saying we didn't serve any figgy pudding there?
1: No, none. How do they... you say figgy pudding
0: in Spanish? That's my question.
1: We certainly <laughs> we, we did churros. It was churros. Figgy pudding, <laughs>
0: churros. We'll make millions.
1: You know what? I don't think I've ever even had figgy pudding.
0: No, that, that's I was gonna ask Craig. Have
2: you ever had figgy pudding? No, I have not, and and I don't think I. You know. America, stand up. Who has had figgy pudding? Right. Thinking. It sounds so disgusting. I've
0: never understood that.
1: Okay. So question. Now, do you go out and like seek out any of the, you know, themed Christmas treats that they have on shelves?
2: Um, not really. That was something my mom had traditional things she made and I look forward to them every year. Yeah. But I can't say, well... I was a big eggnog guy and I've kind of backed off on it um because it is just I mean it's so just sugar. sugar and calories I mean there's oh, nothing to it.
1: I can't drink it. Like I like my favorite tradition was always getting eggnog and putting up the tree, but every time I take a drink of it I get heartburn.
2: Oh, yeah. Like what yeah.
1: like why? Why has God forsaken me, Craig? I don't know. Like, I just <laughs> want to tell
2: you. Probably because you got drunk on that first date. And, right. You know, letting That's your boss buy you with alcohol at Taco well, Jones. So, well,
1: maybe I should have spiked eggnog. Have you ever spiked eggnog?
2: Oh, I have not. In fact, I've never even drunk it with booze in it
0: because oh. I just like it as it is. So,
1: I like it too. But, like, I feel like maybe if I spike it,
0: well, see, here's a bit that, that
1: might probably mean
0: we've talked about this before. When you make eggnog from scratch, there is a way to make it so it's not 100% cane sugar to you so your,
1: where it heartburns you right
0: okay so that i've had it where it is delicious now last year in the year before it was more like a novelty thing cuz we both took a sip I and we were to like fuck that
1: <laughs> like all right question do you think it would be like Next i th- i can do rum chata do you think
0: yeah. that that's holiday. Do you
1: think that's holiday enough and that nobody would judge me if I drank rum chata while putting up my Christmas tree instead yes, of eggnog?
0: I won't. I
2: certainly would not. Right. <laughs> defend your right to drink that during that. So
1: Exactly.
0: And Bailey's too. And it too?
1: doesn't give me heartburn.
0: Yes. You now you're in. Let's fucking do it right now. Absolutely. You
1: drunk putting up the tree?
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> so the reason I've never spiked it is because I have tried brown liquor. You know, you name the brown liquor. It's generally what goes in eggnog as far as I know. Right. And um, you put one drop in, you know, I take a full can of Coke or Diet Coke and put one drop of brown liquor in it and and it's ruined. I cannot drink brown liquor. Yeah. And so the thought of putting it in that deliciously sweet treat, one (laughs) drop, you know, the whole batch is ruined. So that's why I've never done it
0: that um, makes sense
1: one year i can't believe i'm gonna admit this but um one year i did spike the eggnog mm-hmm. i like i would always throw like white elephant ugly sweater parties like yeah when i first bought a house uh like back in like 2008 mm-hmm. and um i threw a party like every year for like five years and then shit happens but anyways i i, I was famously known for throwing these parties and um, I had my grandparents come over as well. like It was a family thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I spiked the eggnog with Fireball.
0: Oh, God. Oh, oh. Now Jeez. that I might be able to do, actually. Yeah, actually. That's a, yeah, see, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> and so I was like, hey, Grandpa, you want some eggnog? My grandma was like, I don't want any. My grandpa was like, yeah, sure, I'll have some. And so, <laughs> so I poured oh, it. Oh, baby. And he drinks it. And, like, he's not a drinker like at all. And he goes, hmm this tastes spicy <laughs> uh-huh. and um and so i and so then i started to play that song shot 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 oh shot, shot. but who sings that song I, I get everybody like what's his name what, John. no not him no it was the other one no it was the guy who sings fireball i'm wrong it wasn't shot 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 it was the other one fireball what is his name I, like i can see his stupid face who? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I played this song. Uh is it Sean Paul? Probably. Is that his good? Uh it was like a fireball song. I like Pitbull. Pitbull, Pitbull, yes, Pitbull. Yes. So I played the song by Pitbull. And my grandpa was like, This is music. This dude fucking sucks. And like he doesn't even cuss, but like I'd given him the drink and I was playing. Oh, that's
0: um, all it took.
1: Stuff. It was kind yes. of funny. He never realized that I had alcohol in that eggnog. Baby, never told him stop spiking never told
0: your grandpa's him. drinks
1: never told him.
0: <laughs> the, um, one year we uh we built a float we built a magical mystery tour bus oh. and we were in a parade and uh
1: the black parade
0: and on the parade you know everybody's got to meet behind the mall to get ready and we had a bunch of our friends uh, a bunch that were burlesque dancers we had musicians i have videos of all this too there's a full band on the, on the fucking float. It He's was
1: an air guitar right now. No,
0: those are drums. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and literally by the time we got out to main street for the actual parade, fucking hammered. Like, uh. like there were just drinks going around the whole time. And then it, it, it just kept flowing and the parade didn't stop there. We would just drive around to people's houses and then play. Uh, Christmas songs for them until they came out.
1: Well, that leads into my next question, Dan Chase. Yes. Or Dana Claus. I'm sorry. You're Dana Claus. Yes, I am. All right, Christmas Craig. Yes. What is the wildest Christmas party you've ever been to?
0: Mm.
2: Um, I worked for a uh, rip-off, a blockbuster video called Box Office Video uh, in the early 90s.
1: Yeah, I read about that today.
2: Yes, and um, they had a Christmas party one year, and um, I worked with a woman named Pam and there was a rumor in the store that Pam and I, uh, even though she was married, that we were sleeping together Oh, and um, right. she, she got wind of it. It was me and a bunch of women. That was, that was a weird thing. I was the only guy working in this store with like six or eight women, something like that. Oh, so that's a little hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. And, and you know, why they, I don't know. She and I had a friendship. That's, that's all it was. But, right. um, but of course. It was your you work life exactly yeah. exactly it and um but she leaned into it and we were out having coffee after work one night and she said you know i'm tired of these bitches you know um, <laughs> bringing up this stuff so we we were all going to meet up before we went to the party the, the company was run by our manager's brother so so it was a kind of a weird thing anyway and so we were going to meet up and have a couple of drinks and then go to the party And we, Pam and I got there first, and um, we saw the others in the parking lot, and we got up as though we were going to leave. And as they were coming in the door, we were starting to come out, and (laughs) Pam, out of the blue, said, and I'm wearing that crotchless pantyhose you like so much. (laughs) And we were getting looks for the rest of the night, went to the party, they made the boss guy sit down and made a. They had a belly dancer dance around him. No nudity, but still little, little saucy for, for a family, you know, right. Right. store party, <laughs> and uh, so that one, that one's up there for sure. That is, yeah. <laughs> um, and and you know, God bless Pam for just you know, like I said, leaning into it and not pressed? letting them. Um, I haven't talked to her in decades. Um, but we parted as friends. It's just one of those things where you kind of drift apart. Yeah, I moved. You know, this was Northern Indiana, and then I moved down here uh, to North Carolina, and it was just hard. We wrote letters for a while, and you know, did try to keep it up, but just the the pressures of life, yeah, drew us away from each other.
1: Oh, oh. Right, right. Before I move on, um, I, I I did notice that like we were cracking up. Um, you are in uh, North Carolina, and you're you're friends with Muse. Uh, yes, that's true. He had caught you like you had made a post about something. And uh-huh. he, he came in and he commented, and he's like, "He's like, do I need to kill somebody or something?" Like, I can't remember what it was, but it was super funny. Yes, and For those who don't know what I'm referencing, it is Ben Willis from my note you had last summer. Do you know what I'm talking? Oh, about?
0: Oh yes.
1: Do you know which post I'm talking about, Craig?
2: Um, I, I, I remember the comment, but I, I'm not remembering what it was about.
1: It was just super funny because, like, you don't expect Ben Willis just to be like. Showing up on somebody's status <laughs> and saying, Look, like, you want me to go kill somebody? Yeah. <laughs> it was super
2: cool. One of my favorite memes is that woman looking in the window saying, with the sign that says, Shall I kill them for you? Oh, um, uh, yeah, this.
1: Bruce yeah.
2: Yes. And this is, you know, and yeah, having Muse come on and comment with that was the equivalent of that meme
0: for my. Yeah, mom. right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that <Yeah>. was epic. <laughs>
1: I love it so much. All right, one more question before we get into our reindeer game here. All right, what would you say is the weirdest Christmas gift you've ever received?
2: Ooh. Hmm. Let me think about that. Um, or given. <laughs> well, hmm, that could be interesting <laughs> too. Um, well, Michelle Williams gave me a uh, Three Stooges Christmas tie. That that's up there because
1: you still you have it. We can't
2: wear that very often in the year, you know, without looking really silly wow you still have it I do absolutely yeah the the boys are uh wearing winter gear um and their their faces they're like sticking out of the tie in a way like they're each leaning out of it
1: you but, gotta take uh, a picture of it and post it and cut to the chase end all right yep yeah. please
2: yeah in <laughs> fact um yeah and I'll also add yeah the day that she gave it to me I just whipped it around my neck on set and uh we took pictures together so i'll (laughs) put up being michelle with me wearing the tie so
0: i
1: love that what about you have you ever given a weird christmas gift what what's been the weirdest i have given
2: you know i'm i'm boring in that i try to really get you something that you're gonna like i want that moment when you open it up and you go oh you know and you're I, you know you that's exactly what i wanted so i'm not been i've never been I'm one to, to get you a billy bass or you know anything <laughs> just you know let's waste a bunch of money on something you're gonna throw away in five right. minutes you know well, have,
1: you ever done like, have you ever done like a fake out like hey here's your gift and like it's not and then like here's your real gift
2: oh now that i have done you just yeah <laughs> and i the other thing more than that i used to um my dad was uh incredible like psychic about figuring out what was in his package you know what was in the <laughs> gift and so I started loading his gift up every year with weird things that would rattle just to throw him off like I would put beads and stuff in there so that when he shook it it would you know make all these weird sounds and it, and it did help to throw him off it made him much less able to do that but I know that at some point I have wrapped up a gift and had somebody open it and it was just some nonsense something um, and then The Real Gift came out a moment later. But I don't remember the details enough. And, and it was nothing. It wasn't a dildo or anything really fun. <laughs> <laughs> like the box from the waffles we ate that morning. And I like boxed that up or something. You know, just something right. the So woman, that would probably be about the extent of that, I think.
1: I think I knew the moment that like the women in my family were cool. Uh, we went to uh, like my great aunt's for Christmas Eve one year and like on those like they would always give like kids like presents like one present you could open right
2: mm-hmm. yep
1: and uh like then the adults had like their christmas with each other or whatever and you could just tell everybody was having like a really good time like obviously those days are long gone now because most of these people have like passed on at this point yeah. but um it, it like it's just a feeling i'll never forget but like they would play jokes on each other and I just remember like my mom was opening one of her gifts and it was like edible underwear.
0: Oh my god. And
1: I was like six years old. I was like, mom, what's that? And she's like, it's a fruit roll-up. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, exactly oh, what, what it
2: is too. <laughs> right. <It's> not wrong.
1: <laughs> so, like, so I mean it's ridiculous. But like they like they would just always have jokes like that on each other during Christmas time. And it's just sad that you know, like I'm glad that I have those memories of these women because obviously I wasn't of age to like hang out with them at that time. But like I know had um, they still been around at this point in stature in my life, we would have got along famously, right? You right. Know? So it's it's cool to know that.
2: Yeah, I'm going to jump in with an edible underwear story. So, and it's not <laughs> it's not a really good one. So don't get your hopes up. Okay. But um, after leaving yeah. box office video, yeah, see we're. We're circling around here already. <laughs> Bring um, it back. I ended up uh, assistant manager of a Spencer gifts Ooh. for a brief period of time. And um, they had a weird policy where they, anything that was returned, they didn't do anything with it except throw it away. And I don't care what, what it was. And I got to where I would just stuff that was supposed to go and be thrown in the crusher out back would go in my car because it was stupid to crush some of this stuff. Right. So from right. that, I got a lava lamp that is still still—it's sitting beside me right now. I've had it 30 years. Um, and what had happened was the bulb was broken. So yeah. I took a potato and I jammed it on the bulb, the broken bulb, twisted it and got it out, put another bulb in it. And it's worked ever since. That's the kind of nonsense they were, you know, throwing away. And uh, I got a firebox telephone out of it and it wouldn't ring on high. <laughs> So so you've set it to the other one and it worked fine. So again, why did that have to be thrown away? Well, somebody had popped open a little bit, like just the packaging was just slightly open, but it was edible underwear and it went into the trash bin and I was taking it out. And I'm like, well, you know, here's my chance. I, I want to see what this stuff's like. So I grabbed it and took it home. What I did not know was that in that same bin was a thing of fuel oil that had for some kind of a lamp that they sold, and the fuel oil was leaking. Oh! Wow. So when I went to eat that delicious rolled-up fruit for roll-up uh, underwear, it oh. was just soaked in fuel oil. So, um, oh, yeah, it was it was awful, and uh, made me really sad that I didn't really get to eat the edible underwear. I just, you know, put my mouth <laughs> on
0: it and went, "Ah, what the fuel oil!" and <laughs> Craig's like worst edible underwear ever. Ever
1: exactly. I can't believe like this is our Christmas episode and we're talking about edible underwear. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. I I want to circle all the way back to Taco Johns. We (laughs) didn't have those in Southern Illinois where I grew up, (laughs) but they were in Paducah, Kentucky, which was right over the just you know over the border into Kentucky, and um, and we such a weird place because we got our. CBS affiliate was in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Our ABC affiliate was in Southern Illinois with us, but our NBC affiliate was in Paducah, Kentucky. So mm-hmm. we had, a, you know, three different states representing our local network affiliates. And the NBC affiliate ran Taco John commercials all the time. And I had the biggest crush on this blonde they had in those commercials. Okay. I Somewhere on a VHS tape in my collection still, there's at least one Taco John commercial where I taped it off just because I was just gaga over this girl. <laughs>
0: so there's my Taco John story.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: I, I like Taco love John's. It. We didn't have any of that shit where I grew up. Like on uh, on, live in
1: a tourist, on tourist. Cape
0: Cod, there's literally <laughs> nothing.
1: You not have fast food in a tourist. Well,
0: house. no, we were talking about this today. It's literally, I'm in like a Falmouth group. And for the past 20 years, and that's not an exaggeration, this town has been going crazy about getting a Wendy's in town. Like, (laughs) And here, we have a Wendy's right there. There's literally probably five within, you know. A
1: six-mile radius. It's
0: crazy. So just the contrast of living here where there's unlimited options. But even now, you're like, hey, and you'll throw out like five options. And I'll be like, eh,
1: yeah, but if <laughs> you're like, yes, it's the truth. I would have
0: jumped at any one of those in an instant. Yeah, but uh, instead, there's seafood places that are only open for you know five months of the year. That's it. <laughs> that's exactly the
2: joke I was gonna make when you said Cape Cod. I was like, every other rest, it's just all lobster restaurants,
0: right?
1: right? So, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. Dan doesn't like seafood, and I
2: don't like seafood, right? He- oh my. No I, wonder you had to get out of there and get to the Midwest. I,
1: I know that's why I'm in Iowa. <laughs> but I love seafood. Seafood, oh C- right. Christmas, Craig. Yeah. I oh. know. <laughs> ho ho
2: ho! Get another one in there. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So last year we did a uh, name that uh, the hottest toys per decade for our um, or a year was our okay. reindeer game. This, right. year, however, I actually we're going to pay to play here. So I bought a Mad Libs.
0: I really um, put you back.
1: Uh, yeah, it did. It was three dollars.
0: She ordered it from Amazon and opened the box like it was literally like Christmas. Wait a minute, three dollars? Is it in hardcover? It, it isn't hardcover.
1: <laughs> is hardcover. It isn't hardcover. It's the novel. Uh, it, well, it's a it's, it's
0: the mad libs a, novel. It's a
1: specialty one, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay. It's specific. It is very merry songs and stories. So I'm not gonna tell you the um title or whether you're doing a story or a song. See, this is why
0: I'm glad I'm not doing this because I don't know a noun from an adjective.
1: Well, a noun is a place or thing. I know, but I'm so
2: excited. I haven't played Mad Lives in so long.
1: That's why Twelve Days of Chase (laughs) is a little bit more fun than thrills and chills, in my opinion. (laughs) And plus you never really know what movie you're gonna get, which we'll get into that in a minute. But all right, Christmas Craig. Yes. Give me an adverb. Lustily. Lustily?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know why, but I put lust fly. <laughs> right. I want you to. Uh, verb ending in ing. <laughs>
2: uh, um, aardvarking.
1: Aardvarking. Ard, yes. Adjective.
2: Um. Mmm. Oh. So many I want to go with. Um
1: Well there are
2: Pelucid.
1: Pelucid. Yes. Spell that.
2: (laughs) Uh, P-E-L-L-U-C-I-D.
1: Can you spell it one more time?
2: P-E-L-L-U-C-I-D.
1: You're saying P is in Paul?
2: Yes, that's right.
1: P E L L U.
2: C-I-D. C is in Charlie. IDs and dog.
1: A lucid. What is that? It. What does that fucking mean, Christmas?
2: It's Christmas? Uh, uh, allowing light through.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Duh. Oh, well, I've never heard them. All right. So, another, another adjective. <laughs> Christmas. Cake.
2: Another adjective. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Simple. Purple. Purple. Yeah.
1: Okay. A noun
2: um dildo since it's been mentioned
1: all right yeah celebrity
2: celebrity <laughs> celebrity um let's go with robert forster
1: Ooh. oh rest in peace
2: yes indeed a color <laughs> wait a minute um just said one <laughs> um uh, well then, we'll green. Okay. Okay. A verb. A verb. Um. Undulate. A what? Undulate.
1: Can you spell that for me, please?
2: U N D U L A T E. Undulate. Undulate. Yeah. Undulate. Like an eel would undulate through the water. That's how he moves.
1: Like
2: undulate undulate reba reba. No. No, no. Undulate like wiggle <laughs> your body to move.
1: Oh, okay. Uh all right. I need a noun for <laughs> spray.
2: A noun. Um let's 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 uh oh mistletoe. Mistletoe. Ooh. Yeah. A noun. Another
1: noun. Let's
2: go. These are with... all gonna be nouns actually. Or, no. Okay. All right, another noun. Let's go with um Corkscrew. <laughs> Ted. Ted. I'm sorry.
0: What was that?
1: <laughs> uh, Ted, the Ted, the corkscrew. Oh, Ted, where the
0: hell's the corkscrew?
1: Ted. You dead fuck. All right.
0: Wait, <laughs> put another, that in your little computer.
1: Another noun, Christmas Craig. Another noun.
0: Um,
2: let's go with um, butcher knife.
1: Oh. Okay, a color.
2: Um mauve. What? Mauve, M A U V E.
1: <laughs> and then finally a noun. Uh, let's see. Demon. Demon? Demon. All
2: right. This ought to be very particularly Christmassy, I think. Yeah, right? Oh, right.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I fill these in. Why don't you guys chat about your most hated Christmas music?
0: Oh, man. I mean, Craig, I, I would like for you to take this one because my list is everlasting.
2: <laughs> well, I have a I will admit uh, that I have a strange um affection for the Mariah Carey song. Uh I know that's not hate, but Everybody else seems to want to hate it, but, but right. I actually really think it's like the perfect pop confection for Christmas. Yes. Just, um, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, it, it it is. And, you know, the fact that she's writing it, you know, for decades, fine. I don't care. I listened to the original recording. Right. Um, there is another version of that song that's also very good, but hated uh, after Felice Navidad. There's not a lot. Um I get tired of hearing the same ones. One that I like to hear again, that, that's only come up in the last few years is Dominic's Christmas donkey. I think that's just an adorable song. <laughs> um, one time we were driving, we were driving to a family Christmas. It was Christmas Eve and the radio guy, wherever, wherever we were, was taking requests. And I called and said, um, can you please play Monsters Holiday, which is generally, usually Bobby Pickett's Christmas version of Monster Mash. Yep. And, um, he actually, though, he was as knowledgeable as you wanted DJ to be because he immediately said, do you want the Bobby Pickett version or the Lon Chaney Jr. version? And I Ooh. was ready to just, you know, fillet this guy because he, he knew that much about this song. And I said, I can't choose. And he said, OK. And after the next break, he came back and played them back to back for me.
0: Oh, dude, so, that's you're talking about a Christmas present. Mm. That's great. Yeah, you know, and, and as much as I say I, I dislike Christmas music, I I really don't. It's just the fact that it's so synonymous with commercialization. And yes. and the thing about that though is there is a big part of me that just doesn't care. Like I know what it is like about you know. I the,
1: embrace the fuck out of it. That's
0: what I mean. Like you're you're there to to buy stuff, and we're gonna play the Christmas music, but. There comes a certain point where you just got to give into it, you know? And so until you get to that point though, it's obnoxious, but as soon as it starts going around and you start getting the, the Christmas spirit, so to speak, and start buying gifts and get into the real, you know, thing behind it, which is giving and and being with, with your loved ones and stuff like that, then it clicks for me. See, That's just me. See,
1: I don't know what it is about me, but, like, I think I thrive with anxiety-inducing situations. Like, take the 48-hour film festival, for example. Like, Dan does not like pressure, period, and he does not like to be put on, like, a restriction. So, like, the 48 hours is, like, a terrible idea for him. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, like, I just really want to throw him into the mix of, like, shopping at a midnight on Black Friday. And just, like, him trying to push through the crowds. I don't know why, but, like, I may be evil, but that would just give me pure enjoyment.
0: You know I hate shopping.
1: I know. But like it would just give me so much pure enjoyment because I think that's when like the best stories come about is like when there's just a bunch of On Black Friday? Yes. (laughs) Like, you know, like lines are out the door. I mean, we didn't even go Black Friday shopping last year. We went Christmas shopping. And like we went to go to Ross's to get a gift card. And we're like waiting in this line. And Dan was like, I'm on edibles, but still, fuck this. Like the best chance you get. Dan to do anything is if he's taking an edible right. because like he's just having fun in his own head Nice, but like he couldn't even wait in the slides so oh yeah bad.
0: but no 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 the, the line was literally the length of the store like so yeah, it was so yeah. i'm not going to be dramatic here but the line was literally out the door into the mall and i'm like well wait there's got to be some other line here and once i found out there wasn't Edible or no edible, I made the adult <laughs> decision to get the fuck out of there. you get the
1: gift card to Target. Yes, and
0: plus I was sweating, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so high, I need to get out of here. By the way, guys, you mentioned
2: Ross, but you didn't go rhyme time and say dress for less. Oh! <laughs> you no, know, that's important. Yeah, I, I in my story, in my story past, there was a, a brief run at Target. I did a Black Friday at Target. I came in, they made us come in, uh, I think they opened the doors at 6, so I had to get there at 5.30. At 5.30, the line, this was in a, in the outer ring of a mall parking lot, the Target was completely separate from the mall, but in that outer ring, and the line went down, we had a very long parking lot, and the line went just, you know, you couldn't even see the end of it, it was stupid, <laughs> and I got in there, I, I worked the uh, return counter, so I was going to have the easiest time of anybody in that store, because... Ain't nobody returning anything on Black Friday, so why they didn't reposition me, I don't know. But there I was, and they had the the doorbuster was a television that was I don't know, like you know, a, we'll pay you ten bucks to take it. It was just you know ridiculous. And electronics, you came in the door, and electronics was off to the left, all the way at the far end of the store to the left. And they had, for some reason, I mean, I don't know who decided this, but they had taken them and put them in soft lines near the women's clothing. They set them up in the middle of the main aisle in a big pyramid. And so everybody came dashing in the door at six o'clock and they all beeline for electronics. Sure, that was where that TV was going to be. And they didn't have any back there. So imagine the anger when all the people who just went forward into the soft lines find the you know television so cheap they'll pay you to take it. And they're all just throwing them in the carts, and the people that showed up for it and waited in the cold for hours yeah. run yeah. the electronics and get nothing. There was very nearly a riot that day in that Target. So,
1: <laughs> no, that actually just reminded me of something that like I had forgotten about. Like I worked several Black Fridays. I used to work retail, um, like in high school, and then a little bit into my twenties as well. Um, I worked at this retail store, and like clearly, this is around the time that GPS is like first coming out. And they had, like, a GPS for sale um, as a doorbuster for, like, it was a really, I can't remember the price, but, like, it was a really good deal. Mm -hmm. And this is like, before, like, phones had, like, Google Maps and shit. So, like, everybody wanted a GPS this year. I want to say it was, like, 2005, (laughs) somewhere around there. And... Oh my God, like people were like trying to break the glass cage. Oh, yeah. To get one of these GPSs that were on sale for like a hundred bucks. Yep. And it was ridiculous. And I wanted to kill myself.
0: Right. Yo, I got a story. And this is kind of timely. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Jason David Frank, uh, Green yeah. Ranger. Uh, as a kid, do you guys remember Bradley's? Did you have Bradley's? No. Yeah, it was a department store uh, closed down a long time ago. But I remember going there and it was around uh, the holiday season and there was just lines and it wasn't even a line. It was just a crowd of people and they had the shutters down, you know, and and person came out and it, it felt like jingle all the way. And the guy came out and he was like, all right. And I remember this big guy just, I'm not even here for Power Rangers. I remember he was so mad. <laughs> a lot of the people were not, but they shut down the entire store. And what they did is they opened up this huge back room with, with all the toys, but they were just the displays. So you picked out the number and 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 you got it that way. And it was the craziest thing I've ever been a part of because I was like, this is really like I loved them as a kid but I realized how big of a phenomenon those things were and yeah. and that was I remember that like I was a lucky I got everything like I like yeah, so you
1: are spoiled Yeah
0: yeah super spoiled as a kid like I got all the Megazords those things were like 50 60 70 bucks even then so like looking back it was it was a crazy kind of christmasy experience but i but i realized the power of like you know one year it was power rangers one year it's the tickle me elmos (laughs) then you got all these big hot items like i remember going in toys r us wanting a tickle what why the fuck do i want a tickle me elmo
1: yeah you should have been like out of high school at that
0: point but no but i'm just saying like (laughs) but it's it's that powerful thing where like everybody's like
1: like a teddy ruxby i
0: I need this and and you're all of a sudden like well i need one too no i don't the fuck do i need a tickle me elmo for
1: i get like that now though too
0: Uh,
2: so do i because i have all three of those halloween mcdonald's buckets right
1: It (laughs) is nostalgia at its finest. Yes.
2: And how many of those, you know, how many McDonald's did I visit to get them? Like seven. Did you really? Yeah, because the the whites were easy to find. The oranges were not so bad. The greens
0: were nearly impossible. So yeah. Yeah. Craig, this whole time Lacey's been staring at a fucking bug on our ceiling. So I gotta I
1: think it's a spider. It's
0: a no, it's a little bug.
1: It's
0: It's a Christmas bug.
2: Exactly. Well it's a dead bug now. Yeah, oh,
1: dead now. <laughs> oh okay. well I just didn't want to like fall from the ceiling and like fall on my head.
2: Or no, oh, but... or in your mouth, deadly <laughs> blessing. Why would it fall in my
1: mouth, Christmas Craig?
2: Christmas came early.
0: Hey.
1: Wow.
2: I'm remembering Wes Craven's deadly blessing. That's it. That's all I can say.
1: I think it's Marion
2: right. Jensen. Oh, are you ready? You've got the
1: I'm I'm fucking ready. All
2: right, here we go.
1: All right, it's not a song. I did a story. Okay. Well, actually, it's more like a list. Um, This is Mad Lib's Favorite Christmas Carols. So basically, you're renaming famous Christmas carol songs. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So here's a list of the top 10 most lustily played Christmas carols.
2: This is Casey Gageman from Hollywood, and here's the list of the top 10 Christmas songs ever recorded.
1: Which one is your favorite? One, the Christmas song, Chestnuts, <laughs> Chestnuts Advarking on a Pellucid Fire. Did I say yeah.
2: Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay.
1: Chestnuts Roast, or Chestnuts Advarking on
2: barking, a yeah.
1: Fire. Two, have yourself a Merry Purple Christmas Three, dildo Wonderland. Oh yes, <laughs> like that's I, actually a I, store it. in the
2: mall. I
1: think that's the next one hit wonder. <laughs> Four, Robert Forster is coming to town.
2: Oh man, <laughs> I'd be first in line for that.
1: Like, are, are we resurrecting the, the dead? This fucking.
0: He's selling vacuum cleaners.
1: <laughs> um, Jackie Brown. Five, uh, Green Christmas. Six, let it undulate.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let it undulate, let it undulate, let it undulate.
1: Yeah, you you say it so much better. You have the undulate part.
2: Undulate, yeah. Yeah.
1: Seven, jingle mistletoe rock. I feel like that
2: actually, that's going to be Mariah Carey's song next year.
1: (laughs) Hers will be jingle camel toe rock.
2: There you go. All
1: right, I think this is my favorite one. Little drummer corkscrew.
0: (laughs) That's what we call them. I opened his
2: wine for him. Corkscrew.
1: (laughs) With a Uh, twist of
2: my bum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Butcher knife ride.
2: Butcher knife. Okay.
1: I don't know what that one would
2: be. That that actually sounds like it might lead into the movie we're going to review.
1: Mine, yeah. yeah. And then the final one we have is Rudolph the mauve nosed Demon.
2: <laughs> yes. Again, Shutter, December 2023. Watch for it.
1: Like that—that that could actually be like that. Could be a real like. I mean, I've seen worse.
0: Um, oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean.
0: I can't you know. get over the awful smell that that stink bug that I just killed.
1: Oh, yeah? Was it yes. a stink
0: bug? 100%. Yeah. Uh. I, just, I just looked it up, and it says, do not crush them, because they will admit a fucking ferocious odor, and that's what yes. that is. Yep.
1: Oh, so.
0: So, what, look at it. It's that bug. That was him.
1: He was huge. That was him! Like, I thought he was going to fall on my fucking head.
0: Well, he didn't, and he's crushed, and, and so. it's beginning to smell a lot like
1: shit <laughs> anyways so yeah that happened live everybody um <laughs> anyways all right christmas craig yes back into the christmas spirit here um and not talking about mauve colored demons right um reindeer so all right for our 12 days of Christmas, obviously we have the option of uh, this year we did it a little bit differently. We let everybody like we drew out names and gave them a number, so that way they could just pick from the list. A lot so of we
0: get yelled at by somebody every names. year.
1: I don't like <laughs> the way
0: you did this. You guys, did you guys <laughs> cheat on this? But we get some form of hate regarding the way we choose it so every good. year. Yes.
1: So, um. Obviously, so this year we were like, hey, you know what? We're going to give everybody numbers and that way they can just pick what they want from our predetermined list. Yep. Right. You, however, we just love.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> get cut on watch.
1: And so there's a couple of people we only do this for. I mean, we love everybody that's on our 12 Days of Chasemus. But a lot of people really. But we do,
0: love Craig more. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> but a lot of people do like the fun and the shenanigans of what comes with, uh, you know, the fate selections, right? Right. And they 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 love that. Right. So, um, and it makes for fun jokes as we go along. However, you got first dibs, and I said I, I messaged you. I said, "Hey, would you like to be a part of our twelve days of chasms this year?" And I basically told you it's like thrills and chills, however, but Christmas theme. And you go, that's fun. And I said, well, um, would you like to be put in the drawing this time? Because every time we've done a podcast, it's always been predetermined because of the Halloween stuff, right? Right. So um, I was like, do you want to be put in the drawing? Or we love you, we'll let you pick from the list of, if you want. And you're like, well, can I play the love card and see the list? If there's something I really want to do, if not, I'll let you throw me in the drawing. (laughs) Epic. So um, I said, yes. And I sent you the list and you actually ended up right. You came back right away.
2: Instantaneously. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So what was it that made you come back right away with that?
2: Well, it's either that I have a great love for the movie in question, or I have a great hate for it, and I um, wanted, you know, a forum in which to just rip it a new asshole. So, but you guys don't know which way it's going to go.
1: I don't. I don't. Um, judging based off of, I, I mean, I, I don't think you're going to hate it. I don't. There's
0: no way Craig doesn't love this movie.
1: There's no way. <laughs> I, I, like, uh, yeah I don't I I don't see you hating it but we're gonna find out here in a minute um but I I'm curious to why you picked it um before we get into that why don't you tell us about the first time that you've seen this film yeah
2: I would love to so um I was up in Illinois uh just visiting uh, my father and they had, Spike TV was new this Probably 2005 to 2007. And I think Spike TV had been around a little while. But um, they were showing, you know, some Dirty Harry movie or something. My dad and I always watch that kind of stuff. So we were watching it even though it was cut for TV. And then they started showing these commercials for, you know, upcoming on Spike. And one of them was this crazy-ass looking movie where Santa Claus is killing people. And they kept showing the, the shot that was in every one of these previews was what appeared to be Fran Drescher with her head on fire. Yes. <laughs> and, and I just kept going, what is that? And, you know, next week, on Spike, Santa's Slay. Well, I was still there when the film aired, and this, Southern Illinois, you weren't going to go out and find this. This is, you know, this is even before, I wasn't going to order it from Amazon, site unseen, or anything like that. So I just right, went ahead right. and watched it on Spike. And even cut for TV, which it was, um it, it was an experience and um consequently uh i tracked it down and watched it uncut you know the next in the next few months and that was how i came to it was you know a tv viewing from spike tv of all places not even a network that's even around anymore and yeah,
1: yeah. remember the spike tv uh uh scream awards yes like yeah. Dude, like, why did Spike TV not take off? more? Spike
0: and, TV and was fucking great.
1: Movies for guys who like movies. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. And they had um, I think they didn't they air Stripperella, which is Stan Lee's yes, yes. dirty cartoon thing? Yeah, yeah absolutely. They did,
1: yes. Yes, you're right. Like how did that ch- and and they also had the A thousand ways to die? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Like it was like basically FX's like sister station. And they not- were the
2: only TV station, I mean, the only broadcast station or, or secondary cable, whatever you want to call it. They weren't, they didn't air movies uncut, um, but they were the only ones to show Andy Sedaris movies. And that's the guy that out in Hawaii from 1983 to like 1995 made 12 TNA action movies that are some of the most wonderful things you've ever watched. And um, they would show them and... Andy was so brilliant; he shot them so that they could be easily edited for a television audience, where the you get lots of expanses of flesh, but none of the good stuff instead of the nudity that would normally be seen. And so Spike would air those uh, later in the evening, but still they were the only you know, like I said, kind of non Showtime or HBO type place to show those films. So Spike had a yeah, I, I really enjoyed Spike. It was one of the few things that showed stuff with commercials that I would still watch as you know as late as that network airing and then like all things eventually it transmogrified into an all sports channel i believe and then even yeah. that way, by the wayside so i think is how it went
1: so you're saying you liked movies
2: exactly i'm a guy who likes movies who likes channels that like guys who like movies
1: or <laughs> Well, no, they you you're right. They did uh show them unedited. It was the only time I've seen Kill Bill on a Able TV series that said, I'm Buck and I'm here to fuck on TV nice. Line, It's I'm Buck and I'm Here to Party.
2: Oh, oh
0: yeah. I've mentioned
1: that several times throughout our run of Cut to the Chaser, but we're like a hundred episodes in. I'm gonna repeat myself. It happens. So.
0: <laughs> spike no spike TV was infamous for playing um Great movies around Halloween time. Like, I remember randomly at night, they would just have, like, I'm like, what? This is on? And it would put me in the best mood. Because here's the thing now, as we're talking streaming services, anything that we want it instantaneously. But we recently started watching TV again. There is a certain magic when everything just yeah. clicks and there's something on. Like, we watch something on TV. I'm pretty sure we have three copies of it, <laughs> but
1: yeah. it's the fact that it's, it's like magical. Fate. There's
0: something about it.
1: Yeah, there it's is like fate.
0: Yep. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're
1: like, all right. So no, what was it? All right. So we um we like flipping through like movie channels, but without looking at the guide. Oh, right. So we're like, all right. So we're just gonna figure this out. And there was this movie that came on, and we we couldn't see the title of the film. Right um so the opening starts, oh my god the opening starts in like it It feels very uh, Danny Elfman right and I was like okay this has to be like Batman or something, yes. like that. So, something iconic like back and it has to be like late 80s early 90s just right. based off of the feel of it but I was like I guarantee we know what this movie is
0: and we were close. It was Danny Elfman. It His was Danny Elfman. Up. Yes, we were However, like, "Holy shit, we got that part right!" But- all of a
1: sudden, naked men start running out of a warehouse. Yes, and I was like, "I don't know what the fuck this movie." I've is. never
0: seen this before. No, no. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: what was it? Okay. It was it
1: was Pluto TV, and it was um, uh, throwback to the nineties. Uh, they what have the they have a the movies that, but yeah, the hill dude. Yes. Hugh
0: Grant. Hugh Grant in it. Yes. Yeah, it was weird. A,
1: executive, no. Uh, oh, God. Something sci-fi. He
0: had to make a decision with, like, uh, uh, somebody who po- shot it it off, Politically. Yeah, yes. it was a political yes. film. It
1: ended up being. Or uh,
0: Sarah Jessica Parker was in it as yeah, well. Yeah, she was. I yep. can't
1: remember the name of the movie now. I
0: don't know. It was weird. But we,
1: had, like, we only were able to look it up because, like, we missed the part of the credits to where the movie was, like, said. <laughs> <set. laughs>
0: We would never have that experience if it was just on Netflix.
1: So we were able to find it based off of Danny Elfman, <laughs> Grant, and <Sarah laughs> <Mr. Merger>. Yep <laughs> had had it been no name actors, we would never know the no. title of this movie, and obviously we forgot. But I was like, "So do you want to watch it?" And he goes, uh, "I'm good." So then we flipped over, and it was After School uh, Cartoons. Yes, and it was like playing Degrassi with Drake. Yep. And then after that, it played Power Rangers, ironically. Yes, it did. And then it also played Inspector Gadget. I think he fell asleep for that one. That
0: yeah, one. those were kind of rough to get through. It's amazing. Cartoon movie. or the movie?
1: Uh, the <laughs> cartoon. Okay. With brain.
0: With claw. Uh, yeah, no, there's something special about that. But that's why I, I like all different forms of media. I, I do think that a lot have some of them do have their perks um and, and i feel like there's definitely a downside as well but that's fun man i love spike tv i love that you found this movie on there because i think
1: i love that he brought that up yeah i
0: think that's where i saw it too though
1: that's where the scream 4 trailer premiere. they
0: made some badass decisions with that channel in, in, in terms of trailers in terms of Content like this, movies like this, putting this out, like you said, Craig.
1: One still alive, but Spike TV is not. I
0: don't know, and everybody's still mad about Spike. Everybody that you talk to about Spike TV will be vocal about their anger and how it's not around.
1: Talk to anybody but the people we've talked to on the podcast about it, and And they're that angry. (laughs) I am. Okay, so you're talking about you. Me. I love you so much. All <laughs> right, so back to, uh, we haven't even said what the movie is.
0: Santa's Slay. Santa Slay is,
1: all right, so what? do you know how, all right, so we know how you picked the movie now. Well, kind of, actually we don't now that I'm realizing it, but before we get into that, why don't we say how we figured out how to put this movie on our list? Because obviously- we take time to come up with the films that we put on for 12 Days of Chases, right? This is our third season. Yes. And okay. we we, we want to make people happy and we want our guests to like come on and want to talk about the films that we're doing, right?
0: Sure.
1: But, like, I mean, obviously we're going to run out at some point, so sometimes like, About I,
0: Ginger Dead Man 7, like, fuck.
1: Like, yeah, like we eventually go. we're going to be doing all hall- we'll Hallmark do and Lifetime <laughs> shit. Like, Which I'm not, not even
0: time. mad about it
1: through because like i guarantee you we'll go in some depth shit with something about it but, but like, right how- now we still have some good movies right, right
0: absolutely um
1: but i i still like I, there needs to be more horror holiday films in my opinion
0: 100 percent. and
1: i like to have it six and six to where there's like at least six horror films and then six like whatever else
0: type of yep. part- anything but horror
1: yeah yeah and like we're running out of horror um i mean it's the third season that i mean that tells you i mean we still have some like we probably have for at least two more seasons in my opinion
0: everybody gets excited like oh christmas horror movies yes there's but then you name off those five maybe ten and then it starts getting uh, exponentially harder it's like all right
1: like we were able to like I mean, we still have to do the Silent Nights here. I did it for a slumber party last year, so oh, we haven't God. done it on Cut the Chase yet. But so that, that'll be fun when we do that here. Yeah. But anyway, so we're trying to uh, figure out which horror films to put on. And this was actually, mind you, the last film we added to the list.
0: I saw this and I was like, we have to fucking do this. We have <laughs> well, to.
1: Well, the main reason that it got added, though, is my love of James Caan. And we had just went and seen The Godfather um, on the big screen. It was my first time watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and which is weird because I love him so much. I really do. He's one of my favorite actors ever. And um, I was like, all right, yeah, we have to honor him. And well, because Dan was like, did you know he was in a Christmas movie? I said, no, no, I did not. And he was like, yeah, I can't remember. I think it was like Santa Slay or something. Like, you knew the title. Yeah, no, because like, we were talking
0: were... about it with Randy. Because you know. Randy didn't know that movie. I was like, it's with James Caan. And both of you guys are like, no, nah, never heard of it. I was like, and Fran Drescher and fucking Chris Kattan. And everybody's just like, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um. So I
0: say their names, it, but they're not really in it.
1: And he passed away. Right. You know, recently. So I was like, I'm thinking he's going to be in it way more. And we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah. But so I was like. Yes, let's do a James Conn horror movie, please.
0: Right, right. So
1: uh, we added that to the list at the last minute there. And then we sent the list over to you. <laughs> and you picked Santa Slay from yes. 2005.
0: Man of good taste.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, you know, time to admit it. I do love it. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think that it is completely underrated yep. for being. I think it hits almost every note right. I know they did it on a low budget. I looked up, I, you know, I tried to read up on it. The director was a personal assistant to Brett Ratner, yep. which is kind of how he got the wherewithal. And he had also been a production assistant working on various films. And between those two things, he was able to get that cast, which again, yes, they're cameos. I mean, they're only in it for a few minutes, but um, but that opening scene alone, you know, Rebecca Gayhart, Chris Kattan, Fran oh, Drescher, uh, James Kahn. And I know the other two girls are probably, you know, people that I'm just not as familiar with, but I think like everybody I mean, at that table is, you know, a known person. And if I'm not mistaken, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say right now, we are going to use the J word during this, or at least I am, because you cannot talk about this film without talking about the fact that so many of the performers in it are Jewish.
1: Uh, <laughs> right. I, I believe, I, I mean, I did my research too on this uh, Christmas Craig. Yep. Um I believe that all of them are.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is it's that's part of the joke obviously is that you've got a Christmas celebration happening with an entire table full of Jewish actors. Yes. <laughs> and you know that right there. I mean, that alone already the film is you know, most films have to work their way into my affection. This one would have to at, at that point would have had to work to get out of my get phone. out, right? Yeah. because you've already set the film off on a brilliant note and you get the opening he comes in and he does all the stuff and then you get the credits the credits are fun yep. um I'm not a wrestling guy per se I appreciate it but I don't watch it same but I certainly know who all those guys are yep and I will watch their movies um I don't I don't have to be first in line at the theater to see them but when I find it in the bargain bin at Walmart I'll pick yeah. up you know, Something and watch it because you know, I, I'm entertained by those kind of movies. You so, know
1: what? You know. It's just inspired. Uh, fuck one, kill one, marry one.
2: Okay, fair, great. All right,
1: All right we're gonna do this here. Or All right, now,
2: okay,
1: yep, right now. All right, okay. Santa Slay, mm-hmm. see no evil, we're ready to rumble. Fuck one, kill one, marry one, go.
2: Uh, kill one, it's gonna be see no evil. Um, it's okay, yes. but I don't love it. And, and I don't uh, eyeball violence and whatever. Have you seen Spin? Um, <laughs> um, so I've got to marry one now and fuck one.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's you do whatever thing.
0: you want, Peg.
2: Right. So, but <laughs> well, that's that's my two last choices. I've killed that yeah. one. I'm going to uh, I'm going to marry Ready to Rumble, and I'm going to fuck Santa Slay.
1: Hmm. Oh well, I mean, yeah. I I kind of want to do that just just to see where you were at, like with how you feel about this film and i'm
0: well, kind of glad i asked that question now aren't you yeah
1: it's uh <laughs>
2: yeah. it's just it's just clever and every moment that they make a choice they make a choice to be clever and again i know it was low budget but it looks good his costume goldberg's costume is santa claus the old school design much better choice to me than doing the standard issue santa claus that we see on greeting cards yeah, um, yeah. the old school whatever that, I forget what it is, you know, the old, where it came from, the the national origin of where Santa Claus came from.
1: Uh, Icelandic, I think. is Yeah,
2: whatever that is, exactly. But that kind of look with the leather and the leather bag and yeah. that Viking helmet, Santa hat and all of that, um, you know, and his hair and the beard and everything. I think he looks amazing. Uh, there should be action figures of Santa Slay Santa. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Certainly have one standing you know around maybe holding the stripper pole or something which he wipes off because he fears COVID in
0: 2005 um no
1: of it, it's so weird i never heard of this movie
0: hey craig let me ask yep. you a question. now you just said 2005 right yep. uh do you think today even uh james con would get away with calling someone half a fag
1: <laughs> no
2: Right? No, I think I think that time's that time has passed.
1: It's he would be stuck so selling GPSs. Well,
0: you because you think of like oh back then like in you know eighties and the nineties. This was two thousand five, and it's amazing how things have changed from then until now. It's kind of crazy, like holy shit. Chris
1: Catan trying to finger bang Fran.
0: Right, that's hilarious in itself. Like what? Right. (laughs) Well, that whole opening scene, like you said, like they all. It's kind of like the Drew Barrymore kill, right? No, why?
1: heard of anybody
0: talking about this before? Yeah, I I Literally, actually
1: never, never. I actually
0: podcasted on this years ago uh because we did we found this and we were like oh this is uh this is basically a hidden gem and I remember loving it then and I love it even more. Here, here's here's a thing that I think this movie really gets right. The Christmas spirit because it's <laughs> it's fun. Did you really think this
1: movie is a Christmas spirit? <laughs>
0: Hundred percent.
1: baby. what are you,
0: <laughs> all right. are you okay? But, yeah. Obviously hasn't hit Lacey yet this year. Clearly not. I'm uh good. no. So <laughs> all the are you okay? It's
1: like I watch a lot of Christmas movies and I'm just thinking like
0: all right, no more white Russians for Lacey okay. <laughs> No,
1: literally, like you're saying, this movie has the Christmas spirit.
0: Yeah, shut the it's fuck up and let me explain it. okay. That's what I'm saying, it's great. No, for a slasher, like, okay, for a Santa <laughs> slasher, first of all, first of all, shut the fuck up. Second of all... Uh, it's so simple. Sandy just shows up and just starts killing people. He
1: killed a dog first. Now,
0: there is some backstory to it, but not really. Like, it's very loose. And he's just there killing fucking people left and right and that's what i love the 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 thing that i meant about the christmas spirit the the music that they use and the versions of the christmas songs that they used in this accompanied with fun slasher scenes like and and obviously all the scenes are based on stuff to do or things to do uh with with christmas so you got so you got reindeers running over grandma, and and obviously there's that grandma. line and, and and all that kind or grandpa. Yeah. And um, and there's so many great setups that have to do with Christmas that you wonder why more movies don't use it because it seems like it's low-hanging fruit, it seems like it's primed to to do something like this and to really have fun with it and use it in a slasher setting, and to which I think this film does epically, and it does it time and time again. Is every kill, you know, a hundred percent, you know, uh, Christmassy? No, but a lot of them are, and it's yeah. so much fun watching all the different scenarios. You got reindeer or a uh, bison, whatever the fuck that thing is, and you just, well, yeah, you know, that thing is incredible. What is right? the
1: Jewish candle thing?
0: the oh the oh, no. oh the menorah yeah, yeah. yeah
2: that was fun that was all yeah. a- Rubinek. well yeah. you know and, and to go back you know you said he kills a dog first well he does but but here's where the film starts not making mistakes <laughs> had he like mashed that dog into the ground like right. stomped on it or if there had been a bloody corpse of it yeah, but he doesn't kill a dog. He kills a stuffed animal. So and it's <laughs> right. so consequently it's hilarious. You know, I hate animal violence in films. Right. But but there's a dog that gets kicked across the room in a movie called Get Crazy and it's exactly the same as this where it's so obviously a stuffed animal that you know, you can't help but enjoy it and laugh. And and so right down the line and every kill gruesome but not so gruesome as to like put you off your popcorn, just right, you know, right. violent and 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 mean as they yeah. should be. But and and as you said, the simplicity, he just shows up and starts killing people. Yeah, he does. But at the same time, the plot, yes, the idea is I mean, chefs kiss brilliant. Satan has a son, <laughs> and he's Santa Claus. And he lost a bet a thousand years ago, and has had to be the good tidings Christmas guy.
1: Okay, let's talk about this a minute. I think the that, bat. honestly, it's my favorite scene of the entire movie. Is the like, clam- the clemation?
2: Yes, um, and that's the, another one. Then where the choice is just, I mean, to to right. tell the flashback, a la the old Christmas specials on TV. Yeah. the animation again. And, oh, and it's of curly. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
1: and curling he was, exactly. It's, like, what? He, he was like, he knew that he would be able to, he was feeling confident, he would get <laughs> it closest to the hole,
0: right? <laughs>
1: and he got it so close, but then the old man goes, See, like, and he barely got it there, but it tippy tapped,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And it put Santa Claus's rock in the hole and,
0: and just dialing into that you getting into obviously frosty and rudolph i mean harold and kumar 3 does this as well too and and they're on drugs in that one but still that's a great way to still add that into a christmas movie to where the holiday is is pretty well known for exactly that type of of claymation animation it, stop motion to, yeah
1: stop motion stop yeah, motion. That's what's yeah. yeah. Um, it's, you're trying to hit upon like the generation that is between the two uh-huh um i mean obviously this, this was like 2005 and then it was re-released i believe in like 2008 mm-hmm. but um you know we grew up watching those but like we're at that generation where who knows if these fucks have seen the stop motion Rudolph? Like no, like this this cancel culture bullshit.
2: Yeah, it's true, and and you know they, they did try to cancel Rudolph just recently over the because it's bullying or something. But well, I I don't want to go down that rabbit. Well, hole. that's
0: exactly what that story is. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> but but where you know the scene plays off a later scene in the film, so they tell this the flashback of how Santa lost the bet. And has had to be the good guy for a thousand years right. through the stop motion animation. But that curling scene then repeats near the climax. Yeah. And so by having it done in two different formats, that way you're not just simply getting Robert Culp with brown, you know, uh, right. just Men, brown hair, and Goldberg with darker, a darker beard, right? You know, right. pretending to be a thousand years younger, whatever, and just doing it in live action. You get that wonderful animation thing, which evokes all those memories of all those other shorts. And then you still get to see them doing it again at the end anyway. So you get, you know, you get the best of both worlds, but, um, but again, the the cleverness of, of Santa having, you know, Satan having a son, he's Santa. And, and the Agreed. thousand years I thought was just so brilliantly plotted. Agree. thousand years are up and he now no longer has to be nice. He he was an honorable Satan son yep. for a thousand yeah. years, but now he's going to kill everybody he meets. <laughs> I love <He> it. Does <laughs> he definitely does? Uh,
1: yeah, I I read that the body count in this movie. Uh, Dan mentioned that this would be great for
0: Kill Count Weekend.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I we did it. Yeah, we did oh, it. I did uh,
1: it?
2: Not this past. Not this. Not twenty twenty two, but in twenty
1: twenty one. Yes. Was that was yeah. that on there?
2: It was, yeah. Uh I wanna say I could be off, but I think it was twenty-nine. Does that sound right?
1: Uh it's forty one.
2: Forty-one, okay. Even higher than yeah. So uh,
1: did did you do Kill Count Weekend after we recorded uh Halloween ends?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: I okay, can. I, I can't but like, yeah, so uh I, I, I do it with you, um, like yeah. from afar. And Dan was able to partake this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. How, what was your kill count?
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up, but let's let's keep talking and I'll track it down for you here.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember what mine was.
2: Um, you got a pretty good high one. I remember that.
1: Oh, because I watched Final Destination Five.
0: Now, no, no. <laughs> but I I had so many questions though. Uh, in in regards to the rules. Okay. Um, because it was very much like I was like, oh, I could fucking do. It throw on the fucking collection you know what i mean like Like, oh and that's like cheating almost i feel like because you know it that's one of those movies that's infamously known for a high kill count in like one scene and stuff like that but also too you don't see like every single death and like they'll tell you it online but do you go by that
1: if it doesn't say it in the movie or you don't see it yeah,
0: that it shouldn't count. How do you how do you judge it? We um no, we do count
2: those if they're um if they're verified if the character is no longer in the film and they're and you just hear about it off screen that does count. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yep. you know, even deaths that happen before the film, uh, whether you you could just get told about it, you you know, we've had films start off with five or six deaths because somebody tells a story in the opening thing about somebody dying forty years right. ago. Five or six people died. So interesting. Interesting.
1: Well, kill count might have been higher than Craig. It might,
2: I think it, yeah, it might have been. Yeah, you I should like, You should follow our rules for sure.
1: Well, you need to make a manual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could have just messaged you, but. I mean,
1: yeah, well, I mean, he's busy watching his movie. I didn't
0: want to, right, him. I didn't want to impede on again. his fucking, on his kill count weekend. Again.
1: That was sexy as fuck.
0: Impede. Yeah. I peed.
1: Okay, never mind. You ruined it. All right. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Santa Slay, everybody. All right. Yes. I have a big question here, though. Is it? It, it is big. Like, how right, so big what, is it? What attracted it? me to this movie was obviously James Caan. Yes. And right. in that opening sequence, it, it, it very feels like You're Next. Yeah. You know, which obviously You're Next doesn't come out until many years after this. But at right. this point in time, Like, I'm sold on James Caan. I'm sold on The Nanny. I'm sold on Rebecca Gehurt. I'm sold on Chris Kattan.
0: Right.
1: You know, at this point, like, the opening is epic, yes. But you killed off all of your star power. I love it. I mean, aside from Bill Goldberg, who, but look, I mean, if you don't watch wrestling, you don't know. Yeah, but that's. And you have a Bill D. Raven, who was just Lost was just getting started. At oh right,
0: time. yeah. Like
1: that show wasn't that big.
0: Right, right. Like,
1: I didn't come into Lost until like season three.
0: So what did you think of that then? Having all this star power and then just
1: um, I think they needed a little bit more to okay. keep the movie cohesive, in my opinion.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, you have people you recognize, yes.
0: Can I say something about yeah, that though? Yeah, absolutely. This, this to me is the epitome of of low budget done well. So, 100%. so again, like Craig mentioned, why are you
1: like jerking at you?
0: Go, no, I'm not. I'm holding. I'm holding my pen. Oh, you he, like
1: shoving it
0: in the air. Uh, no, I'm not going to shove a fucking turkey leg down James Conn's throat. But, <laughs> but the the thing is with with a scene like that, yeah, that's your star power, but. I'll bet you that that those were favors done. I'll bet you that right. uh, like not the whole like they're not going to spend a ton of money on actors. And don't get me wrong, even if they did, I still think that works, but to then kind of dial it back in terms of your star power throughout the rest of the movie, I thought that yeah, that fits this type of movie because it was a low budget slasher at the end of the day. It's so well done though that you almost don't think of it as a low budget movie because everything is done to its highest capacity
1: like it it's a little bit higher than like jack frost
0: well yes well like, obviously something know, like, like he, that for sure like
1: I, I put it in the same category as that like we i getting, think this no, guy
0: just knew what the fuck he yeah, was doing
1: ready to do um it's so bad it's good horror films on which is you know, tough slumber party and mm-hmm. I feel like my definition of "it's so bad it's good" is different than what other people. Have yeah, it's a very
0: it, loose term. We found out
1: it, it really is. Like I think that sleepaway camp, um, return to sleepaway camp is so bad it's good. Okay. You know what I mean. And so some some other people might say sleepaway camp is so bad it's good. Right.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, but I mean, we're getting sob movies like shot on video. Yeah um there's two of them in this i didn't um uh... god yeah they're a little bit hard um and we have two goblin movies
0: so you can't get over the part that it gets back to oh, it's actually good Like well, you just think it's bad <laughs>
1: I'm not going to lie. There are some that I have enjoyed. Look, I, right. You have to be in a certain mindset to watch certain things sometimes.
0: But then people got on me for being basic for, for saying things like troll too. I don't
1: think that's basic. I don't think that's basic. However. Because
0: you've never. well, you,
1: You're not in the Slumber Party group chat, but also stay alive. They, they said that stay alive should not be anywhere near this list. Why? Because they said it's too good.
0: It's, is it? Compared to the other
1: films on the list. Interesting. They're like, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't flow. But there are people out there that have not, you know, expanded upon and watched these, like, shitty films. You know? Uh, But if you're you're only, like, into mainstream, there are those films that are so bad it's good, which would be probably Stay Alive. Yeah, I chose that off of my personal preference.
0: And I, I always just assumed that people didn't like it. But I loved it. So that's why I chose it. I, 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 maybe people don't think it's bad, but people just kind of dismiss it as like, oh, it's a video game fucking movie. But I truly find that movie fucking like genuinely creepy.
1: Well, I'm also one of those people that thinks that the Blair Witch is just bad. It's not even good.
0: Well, right. So yeah, exactly. So, so that's know, a very it, loose it, term.
1: Yeah. So it, it's kind of like it. It was interesting to see the picks. But what do you think is a movie that is so bad it's good, Craig?
2: Christmas, Craig. um.
1: Well you uh, you actually suggested one. Yeah. What, um what was it was it the train to terror or
2: night train to terror?
1: Yes, yeah. I actually uh okay, so I do yeah. um uh, wonder what it's gonna be Wednesday. I haven't the last two months, but um I actually watched that recently.
2: And was it so bad it was good? Because <laughs> and I did
1: enjoy it. That's where the god and the devil are determining once it's, it's like an anthology.
2: Yeah, and what they had was two Of of, of at least one of those short films was actually an uncompleted film, and they just stuck in. I think it's the one in the around the doctors and the surgery stuff that was never finished, and that's why it's so abrupt in. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And then the other two were actually condensed versions of feature films that you could find on VHS. One was called The Suicide Club, and and I forget the name of the other one, but. uh, yeah, so they they were trying to cobble together something, and then you get Ferdy Maine and the other actor. Uh, Ferdy Maine was in the Fearless Vampire Killers and um, Frightmare. Two See, you friends. got my
1: mindset right though. Like that is something that I probably would have picked as well. Yeah, it just, it's just it's just so
2: goony, and yeah. it's so violent, and With it's got nudity. It's got all the, the checks, all the boxes.
1: The sex exercise, people yeah. dancing on the train.
2: Yeah, stop motion animation uh, bugs that fly through the air, and yeah, it, it's such a crazy ass movie. I want to go back to Santa Slay though, because you were saying you know they kind of shot their wad on the star power in the opening, yes. but I would counter that because um, although they may not be super well known to you as you said familiar faces, but Saul Rubinek, the Jewish belly yes. owners, yes, deli owner, uh, Dave Thomas, the pastor, yes, um, these are these are you know pretty certainly as big as Chris Kattan. Um, right <laughs> um, James Caan right. is far and away the biggest star in the film there is I mean nobody can argue that you know that if you try you're stupid um, he is by far the biggest name in the film you know he's been an Oscar winning film so right. Uh, that was obviously a favor They, I'm sure he gave them one day you know that couldn't have taken longer than a day to shoot oh, right, and, right. Uh, and you know got him on out of there and, and he collected you know $900 for the SAG scale and and went home and smoked his cigars. But <laughs> yes, that the other actor that I have to single out because I love him as much as I love Robert Forster is Grandpa Robert Culp. Oh man, what a How fantastic great. actor! Yeah, what an incredible career. Goes from you know, feature films Hickey and Boggs and, and feature films back in the day. Start an I Spy with Bill Cosby before Bill Cosby turned out to be the heinous villain that we all know him to be now,
0: Right, right? Um,
2: the Greatest American Hero was the first thing I encountered him oh. in when I was a kid. Same. Um, yeah, he, he's just, he's brilliant, and I love that he is in this movie, because everything he does, I'd watch him read the phone book. I love him. Yeah, So, yep. I'm thrilled he's in this movie.
0: Yeah. No, and same with me, too. Uh, the Greatest American Hero, for me, like, literally one of the first, like, superheroes that I that I grav- gravitated to, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right and and i will kind of um i guess clarify what i was saying too because there is there's there's a lot of star power in one room in that scene and and it feels like oh yeah it takes a big dive but you're right it doesn't it's got great actors all around um even the young actors like the 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 kid in yeah, this, i, I thought fucking fit. i thought he was great i was like yeah I was like, he actually may be acting a little too well for this. <laughs> I remember <laughs> why thinking. Does
1: Grandpa looks so familiar. Like, I didn't actually look him up, but why does he look so familiar?
0: Robert Cope. We were just saying, ah, uh, Greatest American Hero. He's been but like, in Tim so P. many... Like, I don't know
1: what that uh. is. Like, that's for yes. guys who like movies that's like,
0: right. that's true uh craig help me out here what else has he been in he's what, been in where does she know him from um i know
1: it's something like did he do like a lizzie mcguire grandpa episode like, probably
0: think, that's what it is
1: okay, no I, all right so <laughs> I, I actually wanted to talk about his character yes okay he dies yep. right gets run over by a fucking reindeer how cliche right right yep But, like, Bill Goldberg, like, literally says the line, which is really funny. Yes. (laughs) But then when they're at the hockey rink or the skating rink or whatever it is, and they're able to pull him up. I was very confused by this, like, because obviously he goes back into heaven or whatever. Mm -hmm. How were they able to pull him up?
2: Well, he, so he, he, uh, the body that he's been occupying dies out in the street when the. Reindeer runs over him. And then he, he transmogrifies back into the angel, which is why he's glowing when he first appears back at the ice rink. Yeah, And it may, well, I you know, they don't <laughs> just stop the film for a moment and go, and now he's going to, you know, reform his human body. I'm not real sure exactly, but he stops glowing. <laughs> and so I think he has just kind of come back. You know, you can't really kill an angel. He's like Michael Myers. You know, yeah, but... Not, oh.
1: But,
0: we almost made the whole show. You know? I,
1: uh, <laughs> Christmas, Craig. Are yes. you saying there's a Christmas miracle that they're able to still physically touch a dead guy and pull him out of a hole?
2: <laughs> well, you know, keep in mind, this is a hole that was stomped into an ice rink by a wrestler in a Santa suit that opens up a crack all the way to hell. So I think if you're buying that, the fact that the <laughs> angel has re- Come back and got a physical corporeal body and can be pulled out of a hole. I mean, like, it, the is trickier it part like, is that he flipped part. over it as an old man and got that silver thing jammed into the ice. Right. And he went in head first and managed to flip his entire body over and not lose his grip on that silver thing. Yes. But wouldn't yes. it have
1: made more sense to have, like, either the girl or the boy be in the hole? And it then, doesn't like, matter. Well, I'm just saying, but I mean, the whole movie is basic, It's basically a spoof on Christmas.
0: Well, yeah, but like that, that's the thing too. They they go into kind of crazy sequences. It does have boobs. It does. It goes into crazy sequences that you don't necessarily like think are coming. Like like we said about curling, and then there's there's a crack in the ice and 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 obviously you're dealing with like you said angels and hell and shit like that so stuff like that it's it i think it's very tricky so you got to just kind of fucking go for it and that's what this movie does it just goes for it like some of the cgi in this is laughable nobody cares nobody's going to bitch about that in yeah. a movie like this because we all see it for what it is and we're all in it for the ride. And I don't know, I don't know about, I don't know about y'all, but I just appreciate the fact that we get a stop motion curling scene and we get, you know, versions of that. It's just, it's so much fun. There's, there's no better way to emphasize that, that how much fun this movie really is. And that's what I mean about the Christmas spirit to where it's, you know, I think, A lot of these slashers and stuff, they lose that and they just want to do it to, you know, like with Black Christmas. Oh, fucking stab them with a candy cane. It doesn't feel like Christmas. This, I mean, with all the rock fucking songs and all the cover songs on it, I I just have a blast watching this. It's hard not to get into the Christmas spirit while watching a movie like this.
1: I'm Santa Claus. absolutely dracula yeah that was great
2: (laughs) um going back though you were saying you know why not with the boy or the girl well i'll tell you why not the girl because the film did a very good job of establishing that she was the most effective person in the film yes yes um and they totally i mean they totally made him jerry lewis you know he couldn't i can't break this window with my elbow and you know and
0: he couldn't do anything
2: and she was doing everything and she had the gun knowledge and so, if you'd knocked her into the hole at that point and she had to be rescued by them, yep. that would have undermined all of that. So, that's a good point. That's
0: a well, very good point. I
1: just want to bring up another moment that I really did enjoy, which was where he's at the computer. and Yes. The, uh, yeah. um, the, the Santa, uh, tracking Santa website.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Called Gonad.
1: Gonad. <laughs> Gonad. Yes. And, and he goes, he goes. Uh, Does this site really track Santa? And they're like, okay. First off, how old are you? <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh, is this like a porno site? Like, and he said 16, and they're like, because <laughs> like obviously they would have answered differently, and he said a different age, and right. they're like, all right. First off, you haven't had that talk with your parents. <laughs> like, what was the exact line? I can't remember. I think
2: it's. No, and no, no, it doesn't really track Santa. And
1: no, you haven't had that. You need to go have a talk with your parents or something, yeah, something along those lines,
2: right?
1: But it's just fun. And uh, Dan noticed that it was like Yahoo spelled backward or something.
0: It was no, it was going to, but like the thing, yeah, like this movie is so stupid that stuff like that like I love to see what kind of nuances they can they can kind of intertwine in a script like this because that's what you get you get stupid shit and I love it like there is th- this is a type of movie where I think that you have to be ready for you have to be in the mood for but at the same time like as soon as you say oh Santa sleigh I'm like yes like now like I know exactly what I'm in for and all those things, all those little jokes and those kind of, you know, obviously, like I guess you said spoof, but yeah, it is they they do a play on a lot of different uh you know kind of um pop culture type things yeah. in this movie. And I think it I think I think it's Slade.
1: yeah, like I mean the sorry you know to to that, that uh, most if not all of the cast is Jewish. So they don't actually celebrate Christmas. However, like I don't know if this is a parody of Christmas, but they definitely captured Christmas.
0: Right. That's what I mean. There's Christmas yeah, period. That's what I'm saying. There
1: is. Yeah. They got like, it. Flipping, yeah. yeah. So like if there are like outsiders looking in, like, are we this ridiculous? Yes. Is that what that is? <laughs> of course. And I feel like I just had a revelation here. Mm -hmm. And you go,
2: you know, you get to a scene later in the film and they need some guys with guns because they're going to try to target the reindeer coming in. And for, I mean, nothing to do with the rest of the film other than just here's another gag and here's another really pointed gag. The guy's wearing llama instead of camel cigarettes, llama cigarettes everywhere, (laughs) which he's purchased by losing his vocal cords and lung because he has to put a vibrator to his neck to talk to them. And he's smoking the entire time. And it's that's, again, brilliant.
1: Right. Right. He also says our catchphrase What do you name? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I do that well? Yeah, that was good. I, did I sound like I had a vibrator in my throat?
0: Matt from South Park. Wow. That's good too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, is there anything like this movie's hard? Like, there's a lot of fun moments, but like, it's nothing. Like, we have to like deep dive into. We
0: we could we could have taken a different approach to this. We could have went right down and, and and talked about all the kills. I think that would have been fun. But Ooh, I think the
1: caroler kills
0: the carol Yes. The that was. That, yes. Oh my I god. Can,
1: oh, I, that can, I can go through like... quickly. The old bitch at the fucking a butcher shop.
0: Yep.
2: Yes.
1: She paid $4 in quarters, not 450.
2: Right. And isn't it interesting that she, I mean, we've got this whole thing going on right now with the Santa Claus series that Tim Allen is about to launch where on whatever streaming yes. network. And the left is upset because in that series, in the preview, he talks about we can't even say merry christmas to people anymore. It's and true. so they're drawing that it's it's his right wing leading into the series. Whether it is or not. And but here is that old lady 17 years ago. And they're making the joke that she yells at the guy for saying happy holidays to her. Right. Yeah. And you know, and 17 years later, I mean we're at each other's throats over that now. Yeah. So. Like it's a real thing. You're right. Uh
1: no, like uh, I, I worked for customer service, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, do not say Merry Christmas, just say happy holidays.
0: Right.
1: Shit. And I'm like, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want. Thanks. Bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen. I was uh, okay. I used to put up the holiday display. Used
1: to sell Christmas trees.
0: No, I used to sell Christmas trees, but <laughs> but I worked for the town for the DPW, and we would paint and get everything ready in November, and and you know get all the Christmas stuff, but we had to fucking rename everything but here's the thing my boss Richie he was he's i mean he's basically like a gangster and then and in his old life so he's like you know what no fuck them do whatever you want to say merry fucking christmas on the thing i don't care nice <laughs> richie was hardcore i don't give a fuck and and it was great and that's pretty much what we did because we were encouraged to, I don't even know by who, by one of the ups that, yeah, don't say Merry Christmas on this. And if it does take that off, it has to be kind of universal. Right. To which I get to a certain extent, except this big thing where I'm going to write Merry Christmas on it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>, Absolutely. <probably>. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: is there anything else you want to add to this movie or should we get into the rating Christmas, Craig?
2: Well, first, I'm going to tell you that I finally found that the body count in October was 273. Oh, oh. Weekend.
1: You, be- uh, you beat me, by the way.
2: Okay. And uh, and we'll talk more. At some point, we need to, we'll need we get together, and I'll, I'll get you in on all of the ins and outs. Hey, yes, we're, we're uh, hey
1: I would please love do. to please either so. this next year or the following year, plan an actual meetup, and we will do Kill Count Weekend together.
2: Oh, there we go. That would be incredible.
1: I would love. We would love that.
2: But uh, the Christmas thing started to come in, and so I definitely wanted to get this film in because, as I said, I do love it, and so I got it into a one a a year or so ago. Uh, We did not do. I had Silent Night planned for this year, but we had other things that came up, so I ended up not doing it. Silent Night being the remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night with Killer Santa from 2012. By the way, just real quick before we get back to Santa Sleigh, you guys mentioned Silent Night Deadly Night. You have not done it, but you know, that would be your six if you did because there are five originals and then the remake making six.
0: Oh. So so you
2: could assign those as the horror contingent for next year's.
1: Oh, there we go. No, it's my fail
2: safe. Oh, you're hanging on to them for when everything else runs out? Yes. I will keep trying to seek out Christmas horror films and and get you more because I don't want, I, I love that you bring them into this and
0: it's not just Hallmark movies. And, and yeah,
1: well, I, I don't think yeah. we've done a Hallmark movie yet, though. I
0: can't wait to talk to Leto. We're we, doing have, all we're doing all through the house and Leto plays the killer Santa Claus and that. So. Oh wow. Yeah, that, that'll be a fun one. A Hallmark one? No, we haven't done a fucking Hallmark I, movie. What's
1: like the Christmas classics? Yeah, we done so, like, Home
0: Alone and, and Scrooged and stuff well, like that. Well oh.
1: Scrooged on 12 days, but yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I don't think it's
2: Christmas. But you know Bruce Campbell has done a Hallmark movie. I think it's a Hallmark movie. Oh, he really? plays an aging rocker, and the two aging rockers are brought back together, and they have a reunion. I mean, it's it's go right down the formula line.
0: Yeah, it's
2: Bruce Campbell and some. You know, I don't know who the other actor is. I forget because as soon as you say Bruce Campbell, I stop hearing you after that. Right. Um, <laughs> but but if that did turn out to be one of the Christmas ones, you guys should absolutely
0: do that one if you're going to do I, any I of them. I agree <laughs> with that. No, hundred percent for sure.
1: I feel like me watching all of these ridiculous films that I watch, like I'm basically just doing retcon for future episodes.
0: Well, I, well, that brings up a good point too, though. I just want to say before we uh, kind of wrap up is this episode, is it recon or retcon? A no. uh, recon is is reconnaissance when you're going to check out something before you. Did I say retcon? Retcon. retcon, retcon. Is, there you go. Is going back. Yes. Yeah. Retconning oh, well, and and doing it over. Well,
1: whichever one is the proper one to use, then use that one.
0: Yes. Um, Got it all right sorry i don't know what the fuck my thought was go
1: ahead no
0: (laughs) i no, i forget it i don't remember
1: i don't remember
0: okay
2: (laughs) well yeah you you guys yeah you should do one hallmark just one representative one if you can do the one with bruce campbell i think that would be the one to do uh if there is indeed one i know he did something along those lines and everybody was very surprised by it um but getting back to santa Slay. um You know, I'm glad we didn't go over every kill because one of the things um, we've certainly spoiled some stuff, but I don't think we've spoiled it just completely. You know, we didn't talk about the ending. Um, We did not list every kill. So there's a lot of joy to be had for anybody who is listening (laughs) to this that has not seen this film. Seek it out. If you enjoyed this kind of film, there's no reason you're not going to enjoy this this one. Right. Uh, It it is incredibly well made. Here's the saddest thing about this whole talk that we're having. David Steinman has not made another film since.
1: No shit. Oh.
2: No, I, I looked it. I don't even know. I, I don't know. Maybe he died. I have no idea. I couldn't find a word about this guy. Um, the Wikipedia page about this art, this movie, he's not. He doesn't have a blue link. You know, other people involved with it do. Brett Ratner does, of course, as one of the producers. But um, and by the way, just because Brett Ratner, you know, is not in positive light these right. days because of Me Too and things you know yeah he put up some money for this but you know this is not something you have to avoid because i I doubt he was you know chasing fran drescher around the craft service table or anything so
1: um,
2: (laughs) yeah so you know there's that um
1: santa yeah
0: Yeah, exactly No, and, but, and I agree with that too. The whole Brett Ryder thing—it's—it's it's hard to with anything now. Well, he produced you,
1: this, didn't he? But
0: when we watch Scream now, the Weinstein's are all over it. It's one of those things where I think we're just going to have to fucking deal with. But but that's a good point, though, Craig. It's not like it's a Victor Salva thing. It's yeah, no. he produced it. Like whatever. You didn't
1: call him Christmas, Craig.
0: <laughs> Christmas, Craig. I'm sorry. Oh, it's no, okay, Santa but- Claus but (laughs) the one thing that I was going to say about this and, and it it goes for Halloween as well. uh, Craig, you had mentioned that, you know, as a kid, it's very easy. And, but when you, you know, get into adulthood, it's you got to kind of force yourself to get in it or whatever. This is how I force myself to get into the Christmas spirit is to watch these movies and then podcast on them and really just chat with my friends, talk to you, because we love chatting with you, Craig. It's always so much like we look forward to it, man, every year. So so this
1: has become our tradition. Yeah.
0: And it's fun when it runs congruent with Christmas as well. It just it totally catapults me into the Christmas spirit. 100 percent yeah well i
2: rewatched it last night just to refresh myself on it so i didn't miss anything obvious and you guys say like remember that scene where x happened and i'd be like oh no gee i haven't seen it for like more than a year so i forgot (laughs) but in watching it last night it actually did start i think that we're you know it's still november we're not ready it's not time and yet it was already starting to blow on the embers of my christmas spirit (laughs) <laughs> and I may have arrived at the decision that this may now be an annual watch.
0: Yeah, so, Do it.
1: Do
2: dude. it. Well, I love you do that,
1: offer man. Now, obviously, uh, an annual 12 days of Chase Messer.
2: Yep. Oh, well I, well, I would love to be. Yeah, absolutely. you the Kang
0: around here. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, you know what, guys? I think it's
0: that time. Santa's Slay, I think it's time to rate them. Oh, all what
1: right. are we? All right. So. How many
0: lumps we- of coal? No, that's too basic. <laughs> Um, reindeer hoofs now, the face.
1: No, it's gotta be something better than that. Um, something. How many?
2: Wait a minute, since all the Jewish people involved, how many crazy nights are we gonna get? Oh my god, Craig, you're all right. How many
1: crazy nights are you giving it, Craig? Craig.
2: Crazy nights, (laughs) how many? Eight on a scale of one to five, I'm giving it eight crazy nights. Oh, no. yes. Um, no, on a scale of one to 10, though, I would give it eight crazy nights. There we go.
1: So that means you would give it a three out of five,
2: uh, three and a half. I, I think it's clever enough. The cleverness alone takes it up at half a half star. So I'm going to say three and a half out of five. Yes. Dan
0: Chase. Yeah, I'm at the same. Three and a half. It's such a fun Christmas slasher that we don't get enough of these. And this one just came out of nowhere and kind of just fucking kicks you in the teeth. And it's like and 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 that's it. Like, bye. You know, and, and I think that unless you're going to go like the Krampus route where it's genuinely creepy, then yes, do that. But if you're gonna go just fun, balls to the wall, Christmas slasher, Santa Slay is the way to go. So three point five.
1: Yeah, I, I like I I guess I see slasher as a different um, meaning, but like I get what you're saying as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like a Christmas action flick, <laughs>
0: right? Right. Um, there, there's a bazooka in it. But like I,
1: I I I whoever made this film either loves or hates Christmas. I can't tell. Right. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's what they were going for. Yep. Like, they, they they know people who celebrate it, and then those who oppose it. Right. Um. Right. And that's how I felt in between. I was torn. I was like, they either love it or they hate it. Um. I think it, that's it, all it, of it was, us, too. It, it was fun. It was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed this watch. I think it's cool that um, in the after, or in the credits, they have uh the actor's who were good and the actors who were bad they had uh
0: yeah
1: or um next to them and then exes through the naughty castmates that's I i thought that was fun like there was just a lot of little touches like that throughout the entire film yeah um i i do think they should have had one more star power throughout the third act at least like, mm-hmm. some, maybe, like, just a ridiculous cameo. Right.
2: I will tell you that you were right, and I'll tell you where it should have been. It should have been her father, because he comes in dead late in the movie with yeah. the bazooka. Right! That's, and, yes, I, I do agree. I, th- I actually was expecting that to be somebody, and then She's he's just same. some kind of nobody actor. He's okay. Right. right. Imagine had that been... Somebody. Yeah, somebody.
1: Picture that be, like, he's so bad right right Arnold, or even Hulk.
2: Right. Anyway. Yeah. You or, know, oh yeah, expect that would have been perfect, like a Goldberg archenemy from the Wrestling Federation. Absolutely, yeah, they, they or missed,
1: they missed an opportunity there.
0: Or the yeah. the dude with the curly hair from Greatest American Hero at House. wow are you talking oh, about William Kent? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. like how him as the dad. Perfect. They're both something. They, they're both blondes.
1: Like, had it been somebody worthy or noteworthy, I mean, right? Like, I, I I don't want to say worthy as like. That person was
0: back. You're you're absolutely right. And Craig, you're absolutely right in where they should have put
1: it. it, You had to have, like, you need, like, all right, so you had star power at the beginning. You need to have a little bit of star power at the end as
2: well. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Uh, I did, I was let down by the father not being somebody. Yep, true.
1: Like, they could have had you know I, I i i feel like it could have been something but Steven um, i don't hate
2: it oh funny. god yes that would have been
1: great <laughs> but I, I
2: yeah i was thinking too schwarzenegger i mean if, if they could have got arnold in there and yeah. no explanation why she's american and he's got the accent right. or, or you get keith david you get you know an american ah, actor keith. and again no explanation how he has a blonde daughter just just, just go forward with the movie, you know. Right. <laughs> oh
1: well, I'm I, I'm only uh, point five behind you guys. I'm at a three just okay. because I feel like it needed that star power. Yeah, I okay. do love the killing of the Carolers, but um, the third act needed a little bit of star power. Okay, fair. enough. And the grandpa thing made no sense to me.
2: As okay. I earlier,
1: but yeah, so it's I, three out of five.
2: <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like like. Uh, Robert Culp had a good enough time that he was scheduled for a week shooting and you know, and then he was like hey right. yeah, kid, you're not bad. I'll stick around another three or four days, you know, at scale. Right. And they were like, Oh quick, let's write him in, let's get him back into the to the uh <laughs> finale here. So it, and it may have been something along those lines for all we know. So. Right, right.
1: Well, Craig, you are such a gem and such a sweetheart to talk to. We love having you here yes, at Catch the Chase. Well, we thank spend- you
2: guys so much.
1: Like, no, you were seriously one of our favorite favorite people on the Internet. We want to meet up in real life. It will happen.
2: I sincerely hope so. I've only been to Iowa one time. I think I told you guys I accidentally drove into it on a way to a wedding in Rockford, Illinois, and ended up in Davenport for a few minutes. Um, (laughs) My only trip to Iowa. But you guys would absolutely be a reason to go back to Iowa. I would love to come up that way and
1: see you. Well, yes, we would dude. love to go to Wilmington. Actually, um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to add a now. Hmm. Hmm. the end of the episode. I can add it. Sorry, guys, I've been sick. Um, no, but, um, actually, I just read to where the people that own um, Dawson's house Yes. are no longer allowing tours.
2: They are not, and the, and because the fans won't let them alone, they they right. just get more right. and more bold up about it, and they just get kind of meaner about it every time they post about it now. Yeah,
1: but yet they so, still tag like Dawson's Creek or whatever.
2: They do, uh, and and just between you and me, and since nobody else is listening to this, they also <laughs> do occasionally let some of the fans show up, but but you know, not officially. Well, but I I'll, have to know the not, people I'll cut this there, part
1: so. out. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just seen that recently. So, all right. So, all right. So my coughing fit and yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are definitely going to plan something soon. If not you here to Iowa, us to Wilmington. Yes,
2: Come on down. I will walk around and I'll show you all the locations from all the films. Um, you know, everything you want to know about Everything. So,
1: well, how much does a complete tour guide like Christmas Craig cost?
2: Oh, <laughs> you could you could never afford it, but uh in, in cash money. But the you know the goodwill that you guys have engendered have, has bought you you know all that you could possibly want. You'll be sick of me. You'll be kicking me out of the car. So That's, that is not for true. God's sake. Go home, Edwards. Jesus, <laughs> shut up. <laughs>
1: Well, again, thank you so much for doing these silly holiday episodes with us. We definitely want you back anytime you want to come back. Yes.
2: Oh, well, thank you very much. And and it's always great to talk to you guys. It's always a great conversation. Um, you know, it's it's just fun. Um, whether Halloween, Christmas, whatever it is, you guys make it fun and you you're you I I'm as you say you look forward to talking to me. I look forward to talking to you guys. That's all I've been thinking about all day.
0: Yes, <laughs> dude. Same here. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk to you later about the Kill Count weekend. I want all the rules and regulations. Yes, so you need to do it <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, Christmas,
1: <laughs> All
2: right. We got it. We'll definitely do that.
1: And uh, we will reconvene soon. And on the next episode, well, you'll have to find out. But until then, I am Lacey Lou.
0: And I'm Claus.
1: Oh, I'm lol lazy. I forgot my fucking name. Oh, Fuck it. I fall fell off. Um and with us this episode was Christmas Craig. Ho ho
2: ho.